fucking diarrhea. That diarrhea like splattered. Not only, not only like, not only on the floor, but it splattered on the bed. My parents' bed. All right, here we are. Welcome to a very special edition of Turd Talks. Great. I am Dr. Dude. You know, I always say we've got special guests, but today yeah. is a very special oh, guest. Oh, extra special, huh? Today is super extra special. This yeah. is the man, David J. Novi Split. He is the original genesis of where Turd Talks came wow. from. Oh, really? Yeah, it was... Uh, I, I inspired. Yeah. yeah. So I hope you're ready for the stories that inspired Turd Talks and depressed a whole generation. Back in Croatia, we stayed at my grandmother's house when we were in the uh, island of Vis, town of Kamija. And she had this house that multiple generations lived in. It, the town looks like a fucking castle. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're just like a, a peasant, a part of this <laughs> castle. And so it's like four or five stories up. And what it is, it's like a brick building. You've got one room that everybody lived in, a couple windows, and that's the whole fucking thing. There's no bathroom. There's no kitchen, nothing. You went downstairs. You go down four flights of stairs, and then you exit the door. You make a right. You make another right, and you go down the alleyway a little bit, and there's the modern bathroom that we have. I oh, mean, so they had you, a full, I thought it was like a, a whole outhouse setup. No. Well, oh. it's kind of like an outhouse, but it's just like, it's like a basement, there. basically. Yeah. And so, like, it used to be where the farm animals lived in modern times they turned it into a place you can shit and have a kitchen it's like a shitting and kitchen like area combined no ventilation at all mm. um unbelievable place but you know i was a kid we How went there talking i'm gonna go with nine because i went <laughs> once when i was four but i don't remember that I, yeah it was like nine i was like old enough to know better right. and that's the thing you know like that's like basically a young man in some like countries you know yeah. like i have to take care of the family at nine and you know shits they come different country different you know foods that you're not used to different sodas that you haven't fucked around with before you know like you know yanko cola and shit like that like in the old country so it was like i remember waking up probably five in the morning like the sun's coming out very beautiful kind of like time of day we're all in the room I, my my mom my dad my sister and me and we're in the room and all of a sudden I wake up from the shits. You know when the shits wake you up? Yeah. And like any normal person is like, whatever. I'm going to go back to sleep or I'm going to shit. Yeah. But I was in this dilemma because if you got to understand, my father, he's an angry dude, you know? And if like you did any, like we got smacked around as kids. Like if you did something, if you like ruined his TV time or whatever, you would just get hit with a shoe or something. It was like brutal. But that's the way it was. And we're in the old country and there's no laws yeah, to protect like, children. You don't have those American yeah, so, rules here. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm not waking up anyway. We're all in the same room. Like, imagine me, nine years old, waking up. I got to take a shit. And the alternative is to wake up my parents and ask them to go down four flights of fucking stairs <laughs> yeah. around the corner just so I could take a shit. And so it wasn't happening. I just, I'm like, I'm going to go back to bed. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to lay here and go to sleep and everything's going to work itself out. Because that's what they would have told you to do. Go yeah, back to probably. sleep. Go back to sleep. But I was like, you know, I was turning into a man at nine. I thought, I, I'm going to... 
deal with this myself. I'm not going to bother Good. anybody. And so I went back to bed and I just, I couldn't sleep and it was getting worse and worse and worse. And I had a shit and I had a shit. And <laughs> it came to a point where like, it was critical. I couldn't wake anybody up at this point because I couldn't make it. I knew that even as a young man, <laughs> it's like the first time you come, like you don't know it's going to happen, but you know something. You know, might, something's about yeah, to happen. Yeah, you have this instinct of like, oh, shit's about to go down. Like I rubbed my dick for years, but like never to the point to yeah. like excess like that. But something in me clicked and I'm like, I'm going all the way with this one. <laughs> and the same thing happened as a young man with shitting. I was sitting there like, oh, we got to come up with a plan. And it was just me and myself in that room. And I was faced with that problem for the first time. So I thought to myself, here's the deal. Four stories up. I look out the window and the next house is like two stories down and you can see into it because the roof <laughs> is all caved in because this is like, you know, decrepit houses all yeah. around. It's like decrepit stone houses that people throw trash in and shit. So I'm looking and I'm like, that's the ticket. Like, that's what's going to happen. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to wrap my shit up and then I'm going to fucking just throw it into this, like, the roof, into the roof of this other house. That'll be the rest of the deal. That plan informed me for the rest of my life. There are times in my life in a forest or something with a bunch of people and we're all drinking and I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go see what's over there. And then you come back without a sock. Yeah. You know what's up. You know what I mean? Like you just do things sometimes. And my little brain was, yeah, I'm gonna fucking wrap my shit up. So I was looking, I'm in a sleeping bag. I got my tidy whities And that's my only thing I have is these fucking tidy whities So I'm like, okay, take them off and lay them down on the bed. I'm just gonna shit right into So you them. hadn't shit yet? No. So you didn't shit your pants. You're you're preparing. I'm preparing. Like I'm like I gotta do something with it because if I shit my pants, I'm gonna get beat. Yeah. That's like the that's a beating waiting to happen. So I gotta just get rid of the evidence. I gotta fling the condom out the window. (laughs) I don't know if you ever done that, but like it's like a natural instinct I have to get rid of like the things that come out of my body. Yeah. And so I like I you know I pull the tidy wise down. I'm like I'm just gonna shit in these. I'm gonna wrap it up how a stork brings a baby. You know. And I'm just gonna, th- I'm gonna lob it out there. And so that's what I did. I, I went down there and I shat in them. It made a like soft serve kind of pile into it and it fit perfectly. And I was like, well, I gotta get rid of them quick. That's a pretty small target too. Like the little kid underpants. Yeah. That's a pretty small I was small crouched. Thing. I was like, you know, there must've been an inch between us. <laughs> and I was just soft serving the shit out of it, you know? <laughs> this little swirl. <laughs> yeah. And then I knew it was time for action because I knew that material will yeah. soak and this is a kind of a wet deal. So right. I had it all planned out. The window was open open. I take the, the ends of the underwear, put them together, and I come up, I got the fucking thing, I swing it back, and I, and I let it go. And those underwears, they traveled, and they perfectly land in where I, like, I hit the bullseye so hard. And I was like, I'm on fire. Like, I just solved my own problems. Like, this was a big deal for me. I wasn't prepared for the fact that Tidy Whitey's also have a dick hole, and that dick hole done opened up, and when I swung oh, no. back, that, that fucking, that fucking diarrhea, that diarrhea, like splattered, not only, not only like, not only on the floor, but it splattered on the bed, my parents' bed, no. and like a little bit of the wall, but there was like, it definitely like, like somebody, a nice little line, of- yeah, just a line of fucking diarrhea, because when, I remember when I threw it, I was like, just a- it just felt a little lighter, 
Like when it left my hand, I didn't know what to do. I was sitting there. It's on oh the bed God. sheets. On the, the sheets that my pa- my parents are sleeping and my turds like kind of like, like spray it onto them. But I'm grabbing the turd with my hands and like just smearing it, mushing it into the fabric more. And I'm also running around panicking with shit all over me. I'm just completely naked. And I got shit all over me at this point. Like it's just like a fucking nightmare. And that's where it ended where you realize like that's it. Like it's the end of the line. Did like, everyone wake up at that point? I woke everybody. I was like, uh, that was a beat down to remember. <laughs> you know? Well, you know, the beating down aside, yeah. which is obviously not funny. No, it's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's made me like the super scared, effeminate man I am today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was better than I remembered. Hey, we got some time for a few quickies if you want to bang it out. I was on tour with this guy, yeah. and his thing was we would play shows, and then we'd go to these houses. And his whole thing is like what you do. Like the after party sort of thing? Yeah, after party, or just like you stay at somebody's yeah. house. So zoom into the house, and they're like, you could crash my whatever. And so you go to their house. There's always going to be two or three of their friends together. We're going to have drinks, and then there's going to be a little pot smoking, and you try to sleep with someone. That's like the, the rule. So what he would do is like he'd sneak off and be like, oh, I'm just can I ch- just like look around? He'd always go in the garage and then either a coffee can or something where he can shit into and then seal it so where it could retain its freshness for sometimes months. And the idea is that people just open up. Say, hey, what's in here? Yeah, what's, or like, you know, oh, we're going to play tennis. And then they open it or Pringles or whatever. And then there's just like a still semi-wet turd in there. That's the whole story. But like, that's what he did, you know? Another guy I knew sent his shit to his friend in a box. Like, like as like a present. Mail? Yeah, like in the mail. He just sent, <laughs> sent a log. That was exciting. And then my friend, my friend Bjorn, who just moved back in town, he moved to Arizona when we were in like in the eighth grade. He left <laughs> as the new people were moving in. They were moving out. And he, he called me. He's like, yeah, I left. I just took a big dump. And then I just left it. <laughs> and I don't know why he did it, but it was like one of those things of this hatred of where he was going in his life. Yeah. You know? A little piece of him was left there. Well, there you have it, folks. I know he's got a ton more hidden in that big, beautiful brain of his. So we'll have to have him come back and regale us a bit more later. In the meantime, if you guys have anything, any ideas or sexual fantasies you want to relay, go ahead and email us at turdtalks at gmail.com. We're also on other platforms if you can sniff it out. In the meantime, for David J, I am Dr. Dude. I hope you get home safe, baby. Bye now. Talks.